Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our text for today comes from the third chapter of the book of Jonah, verses 1 through 10. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I gave to you. Jonah obeyed the word of God and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, 40 days more and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed and all of them from the greatest to the least put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth and sat down in dust. This is the proclamation he issued to Nineveh. By decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals or herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let the people be covered in sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent with compassion and turn from his fierce anger, so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. In 1968, Daryl Davis was 10 years old, and he was part of a Cub Scout troop in Massachusetts. He carried the, the American flag in a parade. And as he was walking, he realized that he was getting hit with cans and rocks. And the adults in the group came around him to protect him from the things that were being thrown at him. Well. He came home and his parents cleaned him up and they wondered what happened and he tells them. As he heard this, the, the parents realized that now was the time for them to have a talk about racism because Daryl and his parents were African American. And as his parents were explaining to him what racism was all about, the question that went through his mind is, how could someone hate me when they don't know me. 
And that question remained in his head for decades. Over time, he became a well-known musician, uh, playing jazz and blues and rockabilly and country on his uh, keyboard. And one night, he was in a uh, bar in Maryland, and a man who was impressed wanted to buy him a drink. And they sat down for drinks, and this man was amazed that he was actually talking to Daryl. And Daryl wondered, why? What's so special? The man replied that he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. And so the two of them, having sitting down, having a drink, just talking, was kind of absurd. Well, that got Daryl thinking. He actually kept this relationship going between this man, this clansman and himself, and he got even more curious. He wanted to know and 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 really wanted to get to know the leader of this of the clan, the leader of this group of the clan. And and he was able to set him up. And over time, he struck up a relationship with this man, Roger Kelly. And in this CNN, there was, CNN was of course amazed that this relationship even existed. And so they went and and interviewed both uh, Daryl and Roger Kelly. And there was footage of Daryl sitting there at Klan rallies, and it was kind of amazing to see this. They struck up this relationship that over the years, and it was interesting in this interview, this interview was probably from a long time, from probably 20, 25 years ago, but at the time, Kelly had said that they could have this relationship, but his views weren't going to change. They were cemented. Well, they really weren't. Because, of course, over time of having this relationship with a black man, Kelly changed. He changed so much that he left the clan, and he gave his clan outfit to Daryl. And Daryl has continued to create friendships with Klansmen over and over. He goes to the Klan rallies. They will come to maybe a, a concert or um, up to his home to meet his diverse friends. The thing is, is that these people changed. They repented. Not by being shamed, but by simply having a relationship with an African-American man. Now, today, in the book of Jonah, is probably one of the only books in the Bible that reads as if it were an episode of The Simpsons. And if you know The Simpsons, especially in its heyday in the 90s, it, what was so great about it was that they could use comedy to talk about social issues. And Jonah, if anything, is a comedy because it is just incredibly absurd. Jonah is a prophet, and prophets are called 
to preach to the people and to preach repentance. And Jonah, one day, was called by God to go and preach the peace repentance. That's usual. That's what he did. That's He did it all the time. But then God lowers the boom. God wants Jonah to preach repentance, not to his own people in Israel, but to Nineveh. And Nineveh was the capital of the Assyrian Empire. And they were enemies to the Israelites. So Jonah wasn't really that interested in going to preach repentance to his sworn enemy. So he, you know, the thing is, is that that seemed so bizarre, so absurd, kind of like a black man talking to a clan leader. So he decides to go in the other direction. He gets on a boat and he is trying to run away from God. But the thing is, running away from God is kind of like that big ball, white ball that floats that you see from the old TV show, The, the Prisoner. You just can't get away from God. And so, his boat gets caught in a storm. Long story short, he is thrown overboard. But God saves him by having a big fish come and eat him. And he's stuck now inside of this big fish. And he continues to pray for salvation. And he is brought out of the fish. Well, actually, he wasn't just brought out. He was vomited out of the fish. So now, Jonah has no choice but to do what God says to go and preach to the Ninevites. But deep down, he, believed, he wanted to believe that the Ninevites would not listen. They would not repent. And if they, that happened, then great. He will have his, his wish that they don't repent and that they are punished. But to his surprise, they repent. Now, as an aside, I sometimes wonder if Jonah ever had a chance to shower after he was freed from the fish, because if he didn't, he was probably a sight, and considering how he left the fish, he probably smelled horrible. And maybe the sight and smell of a prophet made the people think that this had to be a clear sign from God. They have to repent. So, this would be, you would think, a happy ending. Except it's not, because Jonah isn't happy. He yells at God, and in fact, in chapter 4, which we didn't read today, but he says, This is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, for I knew that you were a gracious God and merciful, slow to anchor, and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punish, punishing. I knew that, that God, that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Huh. So Jonah was mad because God was loving. It's always fascinating that people want a merciful God, but they want it for themselves. They don't want it for the people they don't like. Jonah 
was mad that the Ninevites repented. But what he didn't really know is that he also needed to repent of his hatred of the Ninevites. God's love and mercy go against the way of the world. God's love, if we really think about it, is offensive. God's love is scandalous. It, it is against what we want. As the old saying goes, if God loves the people you love and hates the people you hate, then probably you're not listening to God. Jonah really was just interested in wanting to make Israel great again. But God had in mind something far bigger. I've been reading a book the, recently, my latest book, is called Divided We Fall, and it's by David French. French is a conservative columnist, and he is bothered by the extreme polarization between liberals, or between progressives and conservatives in the United States. We have become a culture where we don't simply disagree, but we look at each other with contempt. And what we want to do is to dominate the other side. Part of how he explains what's going on is that he talks about two scenarios where the United States breaks up. One, the first one takes place in a center in California. And then the second scenario is centered in Texas. And both stories are chilling. There isn't any kind of bloodshed, really, but just the story itself is unsettling because people refuse to budge. They refuse to see things from another perspective. And in both sides, people keep escalating and escalating and escalating until everything falls apart. They could not see each other as a child of God. They could not see and see that these were people that God loved. God loves everyone. That is not just an empty statement. It is true. And the thing is here is, are we willing to love the people that are hard to love? Are we willing to love Trump supporters? Are we willing to love someone who's kind of way on the radical left? Are we willing to see someone that we don't like personally as a child of God? Because to be a follower of Jesus means that we have to learn to love a God who loves everyone. And that is really hard for us. But let's be honest, the way of Jesus is hard. It is never, ever easy. Daryl Davis' ministry to the Klansmen is absurd, it is shocking, and it is jaw-dropping. But the thing is, because of his willingness to talk to people that are difficult to love, hearts were turned. 
God's love is for everyone. Do we really understand what that means? Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.